Welcome everyone to Coaching This Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about the idea of out of tolerance. And when we think of the word tolerance, we think of the word tolerate. What will we tolerate in life? We're going to be talking about that in my most recent blog, Out of Tolerance. And the idea came to me when an AC guy came to repair my AC and he told me my AC unit was out of tolerance. There was a motor, there was a part of the AC that wasn't working like it's supposed to. And that got me thinking, what in our life is not working like it's supposed to? Are we 100%? Are we feeling good? Do we have back pains, neck pain, joint pain, something, right? There's something wrong typically with us. And we often associate that with older age. As we grow up, we say, oh, I'm getting older. I have to be careful. My legs are not like they used to. And yes, they might not be like they used to. But just because you are older doesn't necessarily mean things need to be breaking down. Doesn't mean things have to be out of tolerance. And I love the idea of if we're not at peak operating potential, what do we do? How do we fix it? Sometimes you have to change out the parts. Now, of course, we can't just change out body parts. We can't say, oh, my back hurts. Let me get a new back. Well, maybe not today, but maybe in the future, that might be something that people can do. Hey, you want a new back? Cool. Go for it. I know people need new knees or something like that. They can go for surgery, but that's going to be situational. And then there's going to be downtime too when you have to go for those surgeries. You can be restored. You can find a way to walk again, to not have those pains, sciatica, lower back pains, hip pains, joint pains, whatever it be. There might be a surgery to fix it, but we're not just looking for a surgery to fix things. What is out of tolerance in our life doesn't necessarily mean we have to go to a doctor and be under a knife to get things fixed. Oftentimes, many of the things that we are out of tolerance with stem from our mindset. And what we have to do is just begin to change that and then we can start to make changes in our life. So let's get into that blog, Out of Tolerance, and then we can start to figure out what parts of our life we are out of tolerance in. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and to head over to RevanConcepts.com. That's where you're going to find the most recent blog, Out of Tolerance. If you're listening on a podcast station or on YouTube, you can always head down to the description box below, and you can find the blog, Out of Tolerance. The link will be there. Now, the idea of Out of Tolerance is going to be talking about how we're not at peak operating potential. Just because something has been there for so long or we have always done something a certain way doesn't necessarily mean it's going to stay that way. When I was 28, for example, my whole body shifted. I couldn't eat the same foods. I couldn't work out the same. I wasn't getting the same results. So in a sense, my workout was out of tolerance because it was not working how it should. It was working, but now it's no longer working. So I had to make adjustments. Where does my body want to go? How does my body want to move right now? And I had to look at it. There are certain things that had to change. My diet had to change. My workouts had to change. The end result is me looking the way I want, feeling the way I want. But what I didn't do was said, I don't know why this is not working. It worked before. Just because it worked before doesn't mean it's going to continue to be working. Sometimes a car breaks down. Sometimes an appliance in your house will stop working. It's not that you have to curse the universe or curse the appliance for not working or the brand. Sometimes it was time for that appliance to say, you know what? I have worked X, Y, Z amount of time and now I am done. I'm retired. And we can get into the idea of retirement a little bit later. 
but I want to talk about the idea of out of tolerance. The main takeaway I want people to understand is that when we are not in tolerance, we are not operating at our peak potential. So if we are not in tolerance, 100% is what we could be operating at. Well, if we're not in tolerance, we might be at 80%, maybe 50%, right? Well, many people are operating under the threshold of what they're able to fully do in each of their days. So 100% might be the max, but a lot of people are operating maybe at 70%, maybe 60%, and they say, that's where I need to be. They might scrum it up to old age. They might scrum it up to the times, the pandemic, circumstances, recession. I mean, you name it, there's going to be an excuse. And a lot of people today, especially, they use excuses as scapegoats. So if I can find a reason to not do something or to not be something, I will. But I won't say that it's because of me. I'm not the reason. It's something else. Something else is the reason for me not having what I have or me not being who I can be. What we need to look at is, are we at our best? Are we being our best? What's stopping us from being our best? Is it us? Oftentimes it is us. Now, of course, sometimes there might be situations where, yeah, it might be something else. It might be an outside circumstance. But oftentimes we need to start to look at things that we can do. How can we fix things? And then how can we become intolerance? So if we're not at 100% in whatever area that we're looking at, how can we make the adjustments to be at 100%? What needs to be changed for us to be at 100%? And this blog is going to be talking about the idea of out of tolerance and sharing some ways how you can become back in tolerance if you're having a hard time. One of the best ways to get back into tolerance is to get a coach, get a doctor, a nutritionist, a trainer to figure out, okay, what areas that we can work on that are going to make you better to get you back to where you should be. I guess maybe in a sense of normal, but a lot of people associate normal in the wrong way nowadays. They say normal, but normal is operating at a lower tolerance. So we want to get back to exceptional Because a lot of people, their mindset, normal is not 100%. Well, normal should be 100%. You should be 100%. And if you're not 100%, how can we fix it? So let's figure that out. How can we become 100%? One of the best ways that we can really break down the idea of tolerance is breaking it down into certain categories. So let's start with our most common thing that we can be in tolerance with. And maybe that could be our relationships. Doesn't matter if it's with a partner family member, whoever. The idea of your relationship, where is it on the scale of where it started, where it used to be, and where it is today? If you're married, are you still happily married? Are you still doing all those wonderful things? Is the sex life good? Maybe it's not. So is your relationship intolerance? And if not, why? Why is it not intolerance? Is it because of the other person or is it because of you? Now, oftentimes it's always because of the other person. That other person is doing something that we don't like. They're not in the shape that they should be. They don't have the right mindset. They don't cook for us. They don't clean the house. They don't do what we really like. It's easy to put the blame off on someone else for our own inadequacies. But sometimes life can get a hold of the reins of our chariot and steer us to our own destruction. There's a reason why 50% of marriages end in divorce. There's a reason why many people are going to be arguing about finances or love, or infidelity, or whatever it be, they're trying to figure out the balance, the mindset balance, and then the relationship balance. 
when in reality, what's the main goal for your relationship? You should have several. There's not a perfect number. There's not a right number to say, hey, you need to have these three to have a perfect relationship. Now, I can tell you that you have a good relationship. You have good similar mindsets. You typically have good communication. And the values that you have for the relationship are in line. So for example, in my relationship, we look at family more than anything over the sex, over the pleasantries of vacations and travel and all the nice things, all the material things. We look at how's the family doing? Are we doing what we're supposed to do? And sometimes we might lose focus. So we just have to get back in alignment. Maybe we have become out of tolerance in our relationship because we weren't thinking about the family aspect anymore, or that wasn't a crucial aspect of how we were thinking in our mindset. We have to get back in tolerance. So how do we get back in tolerance with the family idea of our mindset? Well, we have a kid. We look at the kid. We look at who he's becoming. How is he? We look at his whole feature, his whole body, his demeanor. And we had gotten a nanny and we had several people come watch him. And what we have noticed is that when we don't watch him, my wife or myself, is that when we come home, he's kind of like distraught. He's like, I don't know how to feel. He's kind of lost. So he's out of tolerance. He's not at 100%. He's not happy. He's not that go-getter that we see him as when we watch him. And I understand the kid is like trying to figure out, well, who is this person? Where's my parents? There's a lot that goes on in his mind, I'm sure, where he's trying to make sense of what's happening. It's interesting because we can fix it, right? We we go in and we play with him, we cheer for him, we do the things he likes, and then he's smiling again. This morning, I had him for two days in a row. And when I got him the first day, he was kind of like distraught, kind of aloof. But then two days later, he's waking up, he's wide-eyed, he's happy, he's joyful. How did that happen? He was out of tolerance to the nannies and the people who were watching him when we weren't able to. But then we got him back into tolerance. We knew what he needed. And what he needed was that family bond, going back into relationships. Just because someone cares for your kid or takes care of your kid or feeds your kid doesn't necessarily mean they're going to fulfill your kid or make your kid feel wanted or needed or loved. Yes, they're taken care of, but it's different. Similar to how you can be married and feel so alone. Or you can be in a room full of people and you feel so alone. The idea of being intolerant means that you are where you're supposed to be. But how about career, right? We're going into a different area now. Your career, you might have a job that pays all your bills, does all the things that you wanted to do. You might have went to school for five years to get this degree. You finally have this job. But now you have this job, but you're not happy. You're not satisfied. You thought you would be, but you're not. Are you intolerant with your job? If you did everything you're supposed to do, you should be happy. You should be enjoying your work. Yes, you're making the money, but are the other aspects of your work there? So for this, you have to look at, well, what do you want your job to accomplish? Do you want your job just to pay the bills? Do you want to feel fulfilled in your job, your duty? Do you want it to fulfill some type of ulterior motive, where it be other gains in your life, or if you're competitive and you're trying to be competition? depending on what you're looking for in your career, is going to depict, are you intolerant or are you out of tolerance? Now, for me, in my career, I'm often intolerant with my work. I have begun the process of delegation, and we're going to be talking about that in a couple weeks, but I'm clearing my plate. I want my time, and I want my mind to be as clear as possible. 
I want to be able to see things and do things in the way I want to do them. And I have all these ideas. I have all this time that I have to really focus and have all these ideas in my mind can sometimes get clouded with all the things that I have to do and all the things I have to maintain. So I need people to help me maintain them. And if I don't have those people helping me maintain, then I feel out of tolerance with my career. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm behind in my work. There's things that need to be done that aren't getting done. And it's because there's not enough time in a day or I don't have the proper mentality to keep on going because of decision fatigue. There's just so much that I have to do. And we understand that we have a certain amount of choices per day. How many do we make? Do we make the right choices? And oftentimes I make the right choices. I still go to the gym. I do all my recordings. I do all my work, meet with all the clients. It's a lot. And then to have a podcast on top of it, it's a lot. But I do it because I enjoy it. I do it because I know what I want requires me to keep on pushing. And I understand very well that a lot of the work that I'm doing now will have to be given to someone else. And I understand at some point that I'm going to have to shift gears. Maybe I won't have a weekly blog. Maybe I won't have three episodes of the podcast a week. Maybe it'll be one episode per week. I understand very clearly that there might have to be some adjustments in career. Maybe I'm going to have to delegate a lot more work and I'm going to have to schedule things hard. This is when I record, this is when I sleep, this is when I do things versus having a flexible schedule. I enjoy the idea of a flexible schedule. I can do whatever I want. But then at the same time, if things get so hectic and so busy, it's difficult to have that flexible schedule because everyone wants a piece of me. And it's not that there's not enough Michael to go around for everyone. It's just that I have to make sacrifices, whether it be for people, for myself. What am I going to give up? Will me giving up something put me out of tolerance? Now, typically, I'm very aware of my state of mind, so I don't get to burn out. I don't get to that place where it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. But I can see it happening if I don't pay attention to myself. I might be getting out of tolerance, and if I'm not aware, if I'm not doing my self-assessments and being mindful, it's very possible that I will become out of tolerance, and I won't be at 100%. I'll be at 80% or 70%. And then I wonder why. Why am I not doing everything that I can? Or why am I not being everything I can be? And it's because of the idea of I need to get back to where I need to be 100%. And that kind of leads us into our last area. How do we get into 100% in ourselves? What do we need? Now, we'll tell you the simple things that we need, right? We need the idea of safety, security, shelter. If we have that, then we look at the next necessities, food and water. Do we have that? Then we start to look at the intrinsic things, happiness, love, affection. We start to look at all of those little things and it starts to play a role in ourself. And for many people, they have all of their basic necessities taken care of. They have a roof over their head. They have food in their belly. They have those things. So now they can focus on other things. The problem with many people is that they focus on the wrong things. They focus on oh, this person has this or this person is doing that. They have to watch this show, this sitcom, this series. And before they know it, they didn't implement any self-care. And the idea of self-care is not, oh, I'm going to take a self-care day and I'm going to binge watch Game of Thrones or the Dragon series on HBO. I I don't know the name of it. But we often give ourselves this idea of self-care as wasting time. 
Now, I'm not saying that you can't go to the spa, you can't go on vacation, you can't sit down and watch TV and have some self-care because it is effective. But most people do it incorrectly. Most people binge to the point where they're already energized, but they keep doing it just because. You might only need one episode of a sitcom or a series or one movie to feel like, okay, I have some breathing room. I gave my mind a break because the mind is always moving. It's always thinking. And even if you want to ignore it, it's still there. Sometimes people choose to not pay attention to it and we choose to look at some other factor. Just because we look at some other factor, we want something else in our life doesn't necessarily mean that we are going to be making the changes that we want. So if we understand that the changes that we want to make might not be conducive to the actions that we're taking every single day, what do we need to do in order to make those changes? Well, the idea of being in tolerance is talking about figuring out what areas of our life need to be adjusted or be swapped out. Maybe you have always been doing something, for example, you always go out with your friends on Friday evening. Maybe that's not helping you anymore. Maybe that's draining you rather than filling you up. Not saying that it doesn't fill you up. Maybe it doesn't fill you up like it used to. Yes, at one point, and you might have been 100% on Saturday saying, yes, I hung out with my friends. I feel amazing. I feel loved. I feel secure. But maybe after some time, you feel drained. You feel tired. You feel lethargic. So that Friday night out is not what it used to be. Yeah, we can stem it up to old age and we can say that our friends have changed and they all have families and it's not the same, right? We can say that. But in reality, we have become out of tolerance with that action, with that scenario. So maybe Friday night shouldn't be going out with friends. Maybe it should be painting, being mindful, meditating, something, right? Doing something different. Heck, it can even be staying inside watching a movie, doing something different, and then figuring out if you're in tolerance. Hey, I'm in tolerance. I feel 100% the next day. I feel 100% this night. And if you don't, we make adjustments. We start to make the changes. And we ask ourselves, and we're very aware, if we are in tolerance, do we feel better because of the actions that we took? And if you don't feel better, then we say, okay, this doesn't necessarily work for me. Just because it worked for someone else doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for us. How about your diet? The foods you eat. Are the foods you're eating healthy? You might have been, again, eating hamburgers and hot dogs and you feel 100% and now all of a sudden you eat a hamburger and a hot dog, you feel sick. Your body changes. Just because you did it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to maintain itself. Similar to how, again, when I was 28, my whole body changed, the whole body composition. I had to change my diet. I had to change the way I was doing things. Yes, I could have kept the same old things I were doing, but then I wouldn't have been in tolerance. I would have been maybe operating at 80% or 70%. I didn't want that. And you shouldn't want that either. You shouldn't accept the normal of 70% or a normal of 60%. How can we get to 100%? We have to start asking ourselves that question. And all we do, if we don't like our job, if we don't like our relationships, if we don't like who we are or how we feel, what needs to be changed? What needs to be swapped out? What needs to be adjusted? Oftentimes, if we can figure that out, that small aspect of mindset and of planning for our future and who we can become, then things start to change. And we start to implement different methods and habits that are going to be conducive to who we can become or who we should be, because we should be 100%. And again, I don't believe in the idea of being over 100%. 
either you're 100% and you're at maximum capacity, maximum efficiency, there's no 110%, all right? I understand you can get extra credit and you get 101, 105, whatever it be. Just think about the idea of 100%. How can we be 100% every single day? How can we be at peak operating capacity? And if you can begin to think that way, then you're going to start to think of this intolerance as something that can be adjusted. So if you're out of tolerance, how can you become intolerance? If you're not at 100%, how can you become 100%? And in this blog, Out of Tolerance, I talk about one of the best ways to become intolerant or get back into tolerance is to get a coach. Find a coach that's going to help you figure out your life, saying, hey, this needs to be done. And it's so important for people to realize that they can condition themselves to be 100% every single day. Not saying it's going to be easy, but it is possible. And if you have a coach, if you have a mentor, you have a guide that's going to be helping you along the way, it's going to be easier for you to follow through in becoming intolerant and to make sure that you're at peak operating potential each and every day. So in closing, when we're looking at the idea of out of tolerance, there's something that needs to be adjusted, whether it be your relationship, your career, your personal self, the foods you eat, the habits that you have. You can make small adjustments, and they don't have to be big adjustments. Sometimes people think they have to change and overall their whole entire life in order to feel good or to feel right. Sometimes it could be a small tweak, just the way you think. Mindset is so powerful when we give ourselves an idea, a belief, a feeling. If we can learn to believe and we can learn to move in accordance to that, we can make some unbelievable changes in our life with just that aspect alone. Mindset is the whole picture of who we are and who we can be. Oftentimes, it's going to be skewed to what society says, what our parents said, what our friends says. That is stopping us from living to our fullest potential. So if you're tired, if you're not at 100%, if you want to be 100%, if you want to reach your fullest potential, there's something that you have to do. And you have to figure out what is needed for your life right now. What changes do you have to make right now, today? And then begin to implement that process. It could be a slow roll. It doesn't have to be overnight. Just start. Make the small changes because those small changes will add up to the bigger changes. Get a coach. Get a mentor. Get a guide. Get someone who's going to hold you accountable for that change. And you're going to notice and the people around you are going to notice that that 70% that you were is now maybe 80%, maybe 90%, and then eventually 100%. And they're going to look at you and they're going to say, wow, you look great. You're glowing. Something's different about you. What are you doing differently? And you're just going to say, I changed my mindset. I changed what I was allowing for myself. Because oftentimes the problem with many people is what they allow is their circumstances. And being less than 100% is not a circumstance that we should allow. So begin to make the changes to reach a higher potential, to reach your fullest potential, and to get back to 100%. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me, session at gmail.com, and I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone, take care.